When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. The driver's seat. Good start from Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. The driver's seat. Oh, in defence, that's massive. That's massive. Yes! 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 The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. And welcome to The Driver's Seat. My name is Simpson Zor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Stephen Johnson, who seems to be doing a fair bit of DIY work <laughs> in the studio. Like, no one can see me. You're not supposed to say anything. So this is the this is the best part too because I've got the block on one screen and apparently I've also got the block at the Gold Coast studio as well. <laughs> I'm sick it, of this little screen. Is it bathroom week, Stephen? Oh man, I tell you. Can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, one Stephen Johnson has arrived in the studio today with his cranky pants on. I don't, has something happened in the in the workshop today? No. Did you get? Because you walked in here, you've thrown screens off, and I had the the. The studio desk up high, and he started having a sook about that. Have you not had a Big Mac today well, or something? Well, apparently, no, I haven't actually. Oh, do you know what, do you know what, what, do you know what he wants? Did someone say KFC? <laughs> <laughs> that is what we meant. No, no. And hey, maybe a Snickers. <laughs> so good, yes. No, You're but, hangry. But, uh, That's but, what it is. But look, we're, how can you be hangry when you're going to be talking motorsport for the next couple of hours? This is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. And uh, it is time to get to our feature interview. We do it thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask Mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. We've been spending a lot of time in supercars land, boys. But um, there is another premier motorsport category that unfortunately is also parked up as well. And... Uh, the fine drivers of TCR Australia have been, well, when was it? SMP? That uh, was the last round? Yeah, it was. SMP was our last round. It was our last well, round. It was all. It, or everyone from ARG's yep. last round. And that seems so long ago. Mm. But um, we're going to cover a little bit later on, Nimsy, where I reckon we're all going to be racing next. But uh, yeah, we've, we've missed uh, TCR and S5000 and Trans Am and TCM and all that sort of stuff. But um Hopefully we'll be back soon enough. Well, one of the absolute stars of TCR Australia. He's currently second on the championship. He's uh, only the only person better than him on the totem is one, a bloke by the name of C. Chaz Mostert is his name. I think it's... Hmm. C. Chaz Mostert. Yeah, yeah. C. Chazzy. Yeah. C. Mostert, I think you were looking for I, there. I, I, think uh, the, I think that's a bloke. Chazzy Mozzy, maybe? I've, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. But um, please welcome to the driver's seat uh, for the first time making his debut, the one and only Luke King. <laughs> Hey, how you going, boys? Hey, good man. How are you? Hey. I you see. I I love I love having Lukey King on the show because Luke was actually there, Stevie J. I reckon, oh, five years ago when we started this little driver's mm. seat program, 
Uh, and he was one of the first guys that came up and patted me on the back and said, hey, mate, good luck with that. I reckon that's going to be fantastic. So I've known Lukey for a long time. Well, he was so, wrong mate, then and he's uh, not right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tell you, yeah, Lukey, I am, I am stoked to have you on the show. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to be on the show. I'm, uh, I'm just waiting for the shit talk to start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that already started. Oh, it started before I even got on there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lukey, you're, you're domiciled in New South Wales. And uh, are you going mental? Because it's been a long time since we've been on the racetrack. And now you guys are in lockdown and have been for about, I don't know, eight or 10 or 12 weeks or whatever it is. hundred odd days. Are you, are you going yeah. mental? Uh, and if you're not, how are you keeping your sanity at the moment? Um, well, yeah, it's, it's been difficult as it has been for everyone here. Um, luckily, we live on the central coast, which is about an hour north of Sydney, for those that don't know it. So Liz and I, uh, we've got an apartment where like close to the water, so there's parks and stuff around. So um, I've just been trying to stay busy um, planning and, and helping the sponsors and working in their sales teams Um things like that just to kind of keep us going and keep a bit of motivation there and obviously momentum for when the season starts back up. But, um, yeah, doing the Tour to Kids fundraiser at the moment, um, Liz and I have become home hairdressers for each other. So that's I did notice well. that. Um, I did notice that. You cut your girlfriend's <laughs> hair. Oh, yeah, that's mate, dangerous. A lot, of, a lot of trust there. A lot of trust. Oh. <laughs> well, given the fact – and I was showing Mrs. Mack that you're uh, – if, and if you're not on – Luke King socials, jump on and have a squeeze because it's up there. But at I Luke was King showing Racing, Mrs. Those there you go at Luke King Racing. Uh, I <laughs> was showing Mrs. Racing. Mac the video, Lukey, and you were cutting yes. the ends of Lizzie's hair with a set of clippers, not yeah. scissors. So that was that was a tip from a hairdresser online, and one of our shout out to one of our hairdresser mates, Nikki, um, who also helped me blonde my hair during this lockdown. Um, so yeah, we, um, it went all right, but I ended up just going and grabbing the kitchen scissors in the end, the stuff that we cut the the meat and the chicken with. And I just ended up getting (laughs) stuck into the locks with with that. I just, it it felt better. I felt like Edward Scissorhands just like chopping around and it eventually came out looking okay. (laughs) It's amazing what you can pick up on YouTube, how to cut hair. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I think if you're practical enough, right, like it just has to look good. So like you just kind of like look at it and you, you know what needs to be cut. So you just trim that bit off. And if, it's, if it doesn't look any good, then it'll, you know, it's going to grow back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you just do what I used to do and, and get a three blade all over. It's very easy to do. But my missus yeah, won't perfect, get it mate. anymore. She's like, mm, you look like a criminal. You can't have that anymore. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I think my mother described you, Stevie J, as you look like a thug and a criminal when you've got your hair all short. Thank you, Mrs. 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 But Mac. she loves me. Your, my yeah, mother does love you. On a side point, my mother does. Like, no, it's sure. because you got her very drunk at my wedding. So yeah, well, there you go. She well, likes that. Just keep feeding him drinks. Whoa. It's fine. <laughs> whoa, Work whoa, for your whoa. whole career. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lukey. Reactions from Stevie J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, Lukey. you funded TCM racing, mate? Oh, I, I used to. I used to. But the, the Jim Beam supplies, since we've been sponsored, have run out since. Dad's sort of gotten into that pretty hard. So... I'm going to yeah, have to no. resort to uh, getting a sponsorship like what Reynolds oh. used to have in Bottolo or something. That'd be all right, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? that'd be good. That'd be cool. Hey, Luke, you wanted to chat a bit more about TCR because, um, uh, you know, I love having guys on the show. Now, people are probably going to take this the wrong way, but, you know, guys that really, you know, we've had Todd Hazelwood, you know, we've had we've had a lot of guys on the show, haven't we, Maddie? that mm. have 
that are that are battlers, not and not in a hustlers. Hustlers, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they yeah. they go and get stuff. And and you're one of those guys, you know that, you know you're always hustling. You're always, you know, going for whatever you can. And and you're the worker. You get the money. You you do all your own stuff. You you're there yeah. on the grid because of everything you do, and what you do behind the scenes to keep those partners happy and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, you, you alluded to us just before, just about how busy you were helping them out with with stuff through through this lockdown. But um, you know, yeah. I love having someone on that that really, you know, and people are going to say, well, who's been on that you know doesn't do that? Well, there are some, but you know, it's and people probably think that that was one of them's me. But um, you know, I, I love I love that um, you know you're out there and you know Paul Morris has even said it, hasn't he, Matty? You know, we've seen it. Paul yep. Morris has actually said. That um, you know, Luke is there because you know he works damn hard behind the scenes. Yeah, thanks, mate. I really appreciate that because that is truly sort of like we live and die by that sword sort of thing. Like if we don't get the sponsorship and we don't do the right thing by our partners commercially, we're just not on the grid. So um, you know, I try and I try and listen to the, the sponsors as, as much as I can to kind of figure out what I need to do for them because I, without that, I just wouldn't be there. There's no like, oh, daddy, you know, I'd really love to race Carrera Cup this year. Can we can we go and do that? Like, it's, uh, uh, it's all on me, and uh, in, you know what? That makes it all the more sweet because when like the start of this year, when I sat in that Audi next to Chaz in uh, down at Tassie. You know, it wasn't under the exact circumstances we wanted it to be, but, you know, those sponsors were all people on the car who are, you know, we're actually working for, we're, you know, helping um, helping, helping them with their business and they're helping me with my career. So it's a it's a hand-in-hand relationship. Um, and I, I kind of see it as they, they're investing in, in my career, right? Because I've probably sunk, you know, I don't know, half a million bucks of my own money into this when I used to mm. work at the power station and when I was, you know, doing driver coaching on every other weekend. So, you know, like I've got everything invested in this and uh, yeah, we need to, we need to make it because that's been the plan from the very beginning with just when it was just me and dad at the go-kart track. So, which is, which is again, what just adding to what Stevie J was saying. I love this because you and I, you and I have done a lot of work together over the years in driver training and that yeah. sort of stuff. And, and um, uh, you and I used to sit on the couch long into the night talking about how commercially we could get your career up and running. And, you know, I've done absolutely nothing, but you've, you've done it all. And as a result, you're now in Melbourne Performance, yeah. um, the, the team of Melbourne Performance. You're in an Audi. You're currently sitting P2 in the championship. This is, this is not insignificant, Luke. You've come from racing state stuff to Toyota 86, and one of the things I love about TCR is it gives blokes like you an opportunity to go up against the Chazzes of the world and the Carusos of the world and, and really show your talent in relatively equal cars. And I, I think you need to be congratulated about that because it's not like you've come in, Lukey, and sat at the back of the pack. Like, you're seriously competitive. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. I, sometimes I feel like we get overlooked a, a little bit because, and I, I don't know why I feel like that. Maybe I'm just sort of insecure about where I'm coming from. But like, mm. I think you know, having guys like yourself around me, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but you have. No, you can do you that. Just, you can do that. <laughs> you can fit a lot <laughs> of smoke don't. there too. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a big ass. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like just having good people around you to kind of lean on, like it may seem like an insignificant conversation at the time, but 
it's what sparks an idea or yeah. like an action to, you know, to go on and do things. And I actually, I've, I've been meaning to give Paul Morris a shout out on, you know, one of these shows one day because he is someone that, you know, when, when I was a kid, Paul Morris was a villain, right? Like I was a Mark mm. Arkham fan and he was just like the golden person in the Mitre 10 Falcon to me. Mm. And mm. Paul Morris was the bad guy. And I, I just never thought I would be getting you know, help from, from Paul and he's been, yeah, he's been really instrumental in what we've done over the last few years. So uh, thanks to him for that. <laughs> and where are you, what are you doing mate, during lockdown? Are you a sim racer? What are you doing to keep sharp during this period of time? Cause I don't think we're going to get racing again until the final round in December at Bathurst. So what, how are you keeping Great. sharp? What have you been up to? Yeah, so uh, like I said, the, the Tour de Kids fundraiser um, has got me into my cycling. I've always wanted to do a bit of road biking, so um, gotten on to that on the velodrome. So that's kind of my fitness portion sorted and doing a bit of home gym stuff. Um, I was actually up at 4am this morning racing in a sim league over in the UK, which uh, is quite an interesting one. It's called Blue Streak E-Series, and there's a fellow Aussie in it who's his name's Bart Horston, I think his name is, uh, running an F3 over there at the moment. Um, and there's a bunch of other guys from GD3 um, who are all running in it. And they've got some interest from partners from Formula One um, who are sort of helping to prop up the promotion of the series. So, um, so yeah, I've been asked to come along and compete in that. So I've been getting back into my iRacing. And uh, we just won a Spa 2.4 hour race <laughs> on the sim uh, 2.4 hour. So, so that, uh, that, that was good. So I was going to say, you've got your fitness sorted on the on the bike going around the velodrome, but the reflexes, I guess they're they're getting sorted on the sim, Maddie. What do you think? But yeah. I reckon I've got a pretty good way to get your reflexes really sorted. Oh, if go. you turned around on the velodrome and went the wrong way compared to everybody else, <laughs> that would be getting your, your reflexes yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, that that I'd certainly get to know people down there, Steve. I don't know if I'd be in the the right way. <laughs> there'd, oh, be, there'd be a blacklist on Luke King. <laughs> it's been it it has been tough though, mate, hasn't it? I mean, you know, I don't know about you, but you know, obviously Sydney Motorsport Park was the last run for myself and and you, I believe. So. Yeah. Um, yep. mate, that's a long time ago. It feels like it feels like a year ago, even though it wasn't. It was when was it, Matty? Um, April. May, April, end April, of April. May. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Look, it. Yeah, it, it sucks. I mean, last year Liz and I managed to escape the borders um, and get up to Brisbane for about three months, and we lived with Liz's parents up in Chermside. Mm-hmm. And um, I was kind of just trying to get to Paul Morris's um, whenever I could to get into an eighty-six. Or I, uh, there was a, a, another place up there called VR Motorsport, which does has some awesome sims. Um, mm. So I was jumping in them doing ARG E-Series. So, I mean, you just do what you can, right, to, to Absolutely. get through because um, that's all, all you can do. But um, I think, like, for, for me, I, I've never really had that much testing in cars pre-season and we've always done well. So I feel like I'm used to having minimal running. So I feel like once we get going again, it's not going to really take me too long to get back into the swing of things because I'm used to trying to adapt quite quickly. Yeah, right. So, Luke, let's let's uh, let's imagine that we get to go racing again this year. Imagine that you sign your amazing sponsor in Maotai again, which is a Chinese liquor brand. You're back in yep. the car again next year. You're competitive next year. 
Where to from here? What What's in Luke King's forward plan? Um, do you go to Europe? Do you stay here? Do you go to America? Where, where do you go? What do you do from here? Well, I mean, I think Neil Neil Crompton actually gave me some really good advice uh, at the beginning of 2020 after I, I was done with 86 series. And he said, you know, you're first and foremost, you're a driver at the end of the day. So, you, you know, you you go where the drive is. So, you know, there's no loyalty to, to a category. Um, you know, you just do what you can. So I think, you know, like we spoke about at the start, I'm kind of, because we're in charge of our own sponsors, we can kind of choose the route. So yeah. I think we've got to, obviously we've got to do the right thing by them. And that's why the Audi deal worked with Maltai this year, because they're both mm-hmm. high-end sort of luxury brands. Mm-hmm. So I, from a driver's perspective, I'm looking at world TCR. I mean, you look at guys that are doing Carrera Cup here in Australia who have gone on to do Porsche Super Cup overseas. Um, and I, I have spent some time in the UK looking at British touring cars and, and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I'm kind of, I would love to go abroad. I think Europe is, is where it's at. But um, I don't We've We've had conversations here with, with Barry from Erebus and with Walkinshaw as, as well, just about Super 2 programs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. kind of open to... To whatever may come and, and what opportunities there are, I'm interested to see how Gen 3 turns out for supercars mm-hmm. as well. Mate, I'll give you the same advice I gave to Scott Andrews and to Josh Burden and those blokes, and it's exactly the same advice that you got from Neil Crompton. You go where the, where the drives are, and those boys yeah. have gone overseas. You know, there, there was a time, if you remember, Lukey, when you, me, Joshy Burden, <laughs> Jesse Dixon, all that kind of stuff right. we were doing. Scotty, we were doing the yeah. instru- Scotty Andrews. We were doing the instructing thing. I, in fact, I got reminded today by Jesse Dixon that I, I think one of us hey. was bump drafting you up the highway in your road car, or you were bump drafting us on the highway, being silly yeah. boys, of course. Yeah, look, um, I, and, I don't know if I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> but those boys, those boys have listened and they've gone overseas. And I actually saw on mm. socials today, Joshy and Scott riding bikes together, I think, somewhere in Europe. So, I mean, mate, I'd love to see you in Europe. I'd love to see you carry, you know, what we started at V8 Racing in those long night chats about where to go and what to do. I'd yeah. love to see you over there because I reckon you'd be dead set competitive overseas. Well, I think um, touring cars in, in Europe and in the UK needs an Aussie over there, right? Like, there's no sure. Aussie in world touring cars and there's no Aussie in British touring cars. So, um, they all yeah, seem I to mean, go like, to open wheelers, don't they, mate? Like they all, I mean, which is cool, but you know, we've got yeah. Oscar and Piastri over there doing great Formula Three. Yep. Now Formula Two, we've got obviously Jack Doohan in Formula Three at the moment. Yep. Um, you know, yeah. but we've got nothing in the way of tin tops, nope. especially or anywhere, right. whether it be Europe, you know, or in America. In America, obviously, Marcus was the last. Um, now we've yep. got Scotty and Will and open wheelers there too. So we've yep. really got no one representing in tin tops. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, you look at what World TCR gets to, where the, the tracks they get to compete at. They go to, like, Portugal, Macau. They go to, the like, the proper green hell, the Nürburgring, the Nordschleife. Um, you know, some serious tracks there with, with some proper teams and cars and drivers. Like, it's, um, it's a, it is a real world championship. So, you know, I, like, not in my wildest dreams, like, even, you know, like we're saying, Matt, it, fast track V8 race did I ever think that I'd be able to consider going to world TCR let alone TCR Australia and racing yeah. in a, a competitive touring car series against guys like Chaz and Garth like it's um, 
yeah, anything from here is a bonus. And if, if I get to go and live in Europe for the next five years, then I'll be selling everything tomorrow and on the next flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I, I'd love to see it. I think um, for those that know you, uh, for those that know your dad who used to work at the Holden Dealer team, you know, we're all very proud oh, of what you... McElden, oh, sorry, not Holden McElden. Dealer team. Say Moffat, again. Moffat Dealer team. Moffat, 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 Moffat Dealer, Dealer team. team. Apologies, Pete, Pete apologies for that, Mr. King. Well, sorry, either, either way, there was always something I thought that there was wrong with Luke, but I could never put my finger on it. <laughs> now <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> well, we're, mate, we are very proud of you in yep. what you're doing because, I, you know, guys like you and Coxie and all those blokes, you, you represent the everyday bloke. You represent yeah. the, the club racer, the state racer that's, that's made good and and tried real hard and got to the top and, and, and seriously, mate, being competitive. So we're all super proud of you. I know Jesse Dixon who's texted in and told you to get stuffed. Uh, Jesse's done that. Thank you, Jess. Good on you for that. Uh, we're, we're all just super proud of you, mate, and, and uh, really hoping that you get to have another race at the end of this year. I don't think it'll be at um, at uh, Taylor Bend. I think we're going to all be at Bathurst for our final round sometime in December. We'll cover off that on a little bit later on. But super proud of you, mate. Keep it up. Love to see you again at Bathurst, and, and hopefully we'll get to see you again next year in the in the Mountai Audi or some other car, whatever the case may yeah. be. Fingers crossed, mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to Bathurst. Hopefully we can redeem ourselves there. So, uh, yeah, we need to. <laughs> well, fingers crossed we can do that, Lukey. But, uh, mate, if anyone wants to follow you on the socials or see what you're up to or even donate to uh, the fantastic uh, um, Starlight Children's Foundation Tour to Kids fundraiser that you got going on, uh, what's the best way we can get in touch? Uh, yeah, just at Luke King Racing on Instagram and Facebook. Um, or if you want to get to the fundraiser page, it is tourtokids.org.au forward slash Luke hyphen King. So, yeah, donate what you can. Good I, I expect one from a driver's seat now. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Steve, yeah. mate, the invoice that Stevie J sends in for this show every week could fund your racing for a year. Not mine. I can't even buy a sim. Turn it up. Well, I'll just I'll just stuff the Maccas for a week and I'll be able to donate heaps. I was just about to say, Perfect. Luke, yeah, because if you you know the Monopoly game is back at Maccas, so if you ever want a free hash brown or a free cheesy that's uh, been sitting in uh, the the little. Coin purse bit in Steve's car. Well, you all know where to go for. But, uh, mate, we, we appreciate you jumping aboard the driver's seat, and hopefully it's not the last time we talk to you. Yeah, thanks for that, guys. I'd love to come on again. Cheers. <laughs> Luke King there, our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Yeah, I think you nailed it best there, Matty. When we see guys like him, Josh Bucken, actually getting a crack at this category and yep. mixing it up mm. with the guys like Chazzy Mozzie and Garth Tander and people like that, that's what you want to see. Oh, I do totally agree because I think it gives, I think it gives the faith for the for the guys Stevie J who are guys and girls who are running around at state level stuff. But it also gives parents and sponsors all that sort of stuff a, a real view as to what can be achieved if you if you hustle hard enough and you try hard enough and mix it with a little bit of talent and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you know people say that oh, you know Chaz and Garth and all these guys Caruso Holdsworth shouldn't be in that class, but they should because. If it's full of uh, newbies and rookies and that, how are they ever going to gauge themselves against yeah. some of the best? Yeah, exactly. You, know, you need a, you don't need the the field full of them. You just need a handful that's in there now, so that these guys they actually get some they get more kudos from them when they do beat them. If you've beaten Chaz, Tanda, Caruso, Moffat, Holdsworth, Holdsworth, if you've beaten those guys. You've had a bloody good day, and then, absolutely. And you're also in the in the same like guys like Aaron Cameron, Dylan O'Keefe, um, yep. like all of these dudes. Like, yep. 
And and just using Luke specifically as an example, I mean, he's in literally the same machinery as Chaz Nossett. If you want to say, like, you know, hmm, how am I comparing with the best? The other, like, Chaz is P1, he's P2. I think he's doing pretty damn well. Absolutely. He's doing great. He's doing really, really well. <laughs> very, very well. But, uh, yeah, make sure you do check out Luke's socials because he is up to some good stuff at the moment. He's got a daily uh, – he does his own daily pressure at 11 o'clock too where he gives you an update. So uh, it is something nice. He's a nice. funny boy. He's a funny boy. <laughs> but, uh, hey, look, we would love to hear from you here on the driver's seat. Uh, we've got a couple of texts in. I oh, love this one. Ben and Delby, he's uh, he's jumped on board. He's watching the block and listening to the driver's seat as well. So good to have you on board, Benny. <laughs> good on you, Benny. Lots of controversy on the block in the last week. Too. Yes, sir, I don't watch seven it. o'clock. You can oh. watch it seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Oh my God. Hey, there's actually one here from Shane Butler. Hi, fellas. Don't have a question. Just fishing for a birthday shout. Happy birthday, Shane. There hey. you go, Shaney B. That was the guy I bought my Mustang from. And Shaney B, I'll have you know, it will be rolling around the streets of Melbourne very soon. It's on its way home. <laughs> there's another I've one. Sold it. Gone. It's going back. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to read the next? The most recent one that's popped in, Stevie. What's that? Stevie J's invoice is the same price as two Big Macs. Absolutely. <laughs> With well, no pickles, Lee. No oh, pickles. Sacrilege. You nah. You've got to have pickles. Oh, I only have pickles on a cheeseburger. What's wrong? So you can have pickles on a cheeseburger, but not in your Big yeah, Mac. Yeah, you need pickles with sauce. Right, go oh, to the break, MC. I have to have a hard word to this boy. <laughs> You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Quick one off the text machine. Happy birthday, Shane, from Peter in Winter Bay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be chuffed at that, old yeah. Shane Os. It's quite, it's quite nice when, uh, when <laughs> people cross state lines to wish happy birthdays via a national Good radio program. It's uh, like when you ring somebody and like they talk, and then you put the phones together and they're talking. And they can talk to each other. <laughs> to each other, and you're just doing the yeah. I'm just connecting them in the middle. Let us know when your birthday is, Peter, from Winter Bay. We'll, we'll put that in the diary, yeah. and then we'll. Message Shane and say, hey, mate, return the phone. <laughs> 0433 is the number if you want to get in touch. Uh, you are listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. A big thank you to Luke King for jumping on board as well. Um, he go Just like I said, follow his socials because he's going to be doing some great stuff. But right now it is time for our Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Breaks. Yeah, it is Australian technology for all weather confident braking. This was one of the big stories that came out of nowhere. So much so that I've put a little screen grab from Auto Action, which is put on September the 6th, 2021. <laughs> now it's... it's <laughs> Five the, minutes ago. <laughs> the date that we record uh, the driver's seat and that we go out on the wireless live across Australia is the 8th, which is today's date. So mm. somehow in the span of 24 hours... Heimgartner, likely to stick with Grove, has changed dramatically. <laughs> and, you know, it's really interesting that we're talking about this now because one of our good friends of the show, Stuart, he contacted Stevie J and I independently, well, what do you reckon, Steve? Five, uh, six weeks ago? Yep. And foreshadowed this. So it was obviously being talked about internally and a, and a little bit externally that this may have happened, um, was going to happen. But we both Stevie J and I went, no. 
Really? No, that can't work. Shows how much we know. But um, it looks like it's happened. What I do love, just in addition to what you what you uh, said there, Nimsy, about putting just a screen grab up about auto action, putting it on the six saying likely to stay, some very smart person the very same afternoon put a comment on that Facebook post saying, that story aged well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good. All right, look, I don't know why he's left. I've, not, I've had no intel on this one, Stevie J. Can you elaborate as to why this may have happened? Because it all seems very happy campers in there. Well, he'd be winning races. For it's not them. like he's pulled so, a grenade on the way out the door. They're all very yeah. happy. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. The only reason, the only reasoning I can think of is that actually Andre is going to what he thinks is a better seat, a yep. more a seat that's going to be more uh, competitive, like consistently competitive. Yeah. Um, even though the the Kelly Grove team, um, which is now obviously the Grove team, um, is rebuilding, I guess you would call it, and I think will be a pretty good force to be reckoned with in the future. But yeah. has Andre got that time to wait or and develop as he's been trying to develop as a, as Kelly Racing for, what, three or four years now? Four years, yep. yep. Yeah, yep. So that's the only reasoning I can think that he's he's actually got into a seat that he feels is a better fit for race wins. Which yeah. we'll, we will talk about a little bit further, Nimsy, when we get into the Burson Off-Track update. Uh, we'll talk about all the driver placements at the moment because there's a lot of chat going around. I, I'm really surprised, Stevie J. I, I think you're absolutely right in saying clearly that's why you'd make the decision to go because, you know, uh, Kelly Grove, which is about, as you say, to become Grove in 2022, they're on the up. But I think, they're on the upswing. I think that's one of the uh, like his manager John Ruggiero, who also looks after Dave Reynolds. Yeah, um, and uh, John's actually quite a good friend of the show too. He looks after uh, a fair few other drivers, so I think he looks after Jake Kostecki as well, and he does push talent management and all of that. But uh, he said, uh, like he's quoted as saying, the circumstances of the team has changed, as in Kelly Grove Racing, has changed quite considerably. Uh, all of a sudden, you're not dealing with Todd anymore. You're dealing with a whole new person, and it's a whole new team. So the relationship that was established is no longer available to Andre. He had a really close connection with Todd, so that's changed things a little bit. And Andre himself even put on his social media that he owes everything to the Kellys. Um, like Because, let's face it, he was in the... Oh, he was in no man's land. He, he was, was gone. In, he was in the wilderness. Mm. Um, yeah, he was. He was in the breeze uh, uh, and, a couple of years ago. And uh, it's it's actually quite um, talk amongst yourselves, and I'll find the post because Rick Kelly even gave him a really really good glowing endorsement. Um, but it's interesting, Nimsy. I and Stevie J, you've been obviously in the big teams. Um, would a change? Would it have to be a massive change in management style to unseat someone from a team? Like because. He's at a happy hunting round. He's he's pretty well co-team leader with Dave Reynolds. Got good financial backing. He's a Melbourne boy. The team's in Melbourne. They got great facilities. Like the same I, staff and people. I get that there's a change in I get that there's a change in management. But I mean that's a big call in a very short career to say I'm going to another team because look I was loyal to the Kellys and now they're not in it. I don't want to be here. I, I just can't imagine making – maybe I'm not a loyal person, boys, but I just cannot making that, imagine making that decision in such a short career. Well, I think it's – yeah, correct in, in regard to that. But also from a, a point of view from the Groves and their team, you know, this is a big – like they've got two established drivers in yeah, that team. front right? runners. Front runners that can help develop that team and help get all the – 
ducks in a row, so to speak, mm. um, with their experience. Mm. So you've just bought a team. You're most probably going to uh, change the business model of that team because, sure. you know, Steve Grove is quite a smart businessman in that side, I think. Sure. Um, but then you put on a 19-year-old, possibly 20-year-old by then rookie into the team for its first season as a solely Grove-owned team. Well, we'll talk about that because that's not necessarily locked away, I don't mm. believe, the 20-year-old. But it's a big call, isn't it? It is a big call. It's a big know? call from both sides to do this. It's a heck of a risk for Andre Hairdryer. Yep. And it's a and it's a big risk for the Groves as well, particularly coming into Gen 3. Mm. Although, as I keep always saying, I don't think we'll get into Gen 3 next year. I think it's going to be the year after. But, yeah, I well, it was a big talking point, as were... Uh, a lot of driver movements, Nimsy in Formula One. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But it's it's driver movements right now in a, at a point in time where we don't have any racing has been huge news. I'm glad we've got it because it'd be very hard. We haven't got much to talk about at the moment. But <laughs> um, uh, particularly from a supercar land point of view, um, unless it's Canberra, everyone seemed to be talking about that last week and over the weekend. Yeah, funny <laughs> over that. the weekend, funny that. <laughs> You heard it here first on the driver's seat from Matthew McKellen. Speaking about throwing hand grenades, <laughs> so, <laughs> it definitely um, went off. Yeah, it did. That that off that really went off. Hey, uh, Nimsy boy, have a look at this, boys. Uh, Lee has just texted in. He said, "Is Jet stepping up to Kelly Grove Racing?" He has had an interview on TikTok. Has he had an interview on TikTok or Snapchat yet? <laughs> you can tell us, Stevie J. You're close to the source. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, I'm not sure if he's. Uh, uh, which is the same as young Matthew Payne. If if that's the case, his super license doesn't really have enough points as yet. Yes. So we'll see. As yet. Take as that yet. as you will, folks. As yet. As he builds his super license He's going to have to do a damn lot over Christmas to acquire <laughs> 13 points. How's he going to win a Super 2 championship and finish third in the Crow Cup championship to get his 13 points? I don't know. <laughs> um, another one from Greg in Upper Coomera. Uh, would not be the first time Auto Fiction got it wrong. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, you're dead right. That's why we call it auto fiction. You're dead right, Greg. But yeah, it, it was very strange and very, very unexpected uh, when that announcement came out on um, Tuesday, especially since, you know, on Andre was on Below the Bonnet and the fact that, you know, as as I just mentioned before, like his manager is also Dave's manager. Him mm. and Dave get along pretty damn well. You'd think perfect fit, wouldn't you? But mm-hmm. apparently not. Anyway, that was our Bendix Brakes big moment. So we do it thanks to our mates, Bendix Brakes. You can f- put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. Maybe Andre just wanted big cash. Big and maybe, cash. maybe Nimsy, when he went in to negotiate his new contract, they said to him, There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. <laughs> At which point he said, uh, Excuse me, Mr. Groves, I think you're lying. Yeah. There's plenty of cash. And I'm... thanks for bringing Caruso in to help with the negotiations, Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> He's always hanging around Kelly Grove Racing, isn't he? He is. <laughs> He's just waiting for that to be But just to put a little bow on it too, a very successful tenure there for Andre Heimgartner. In the four years with the team, he picked up five podiums, two in an Altima, three in a Mustang, two armor roll poles, and, of course, that famous race wind at the bend. Race wind. Uh, a lot different. Race wind. A lot different race from wind. a race win, allegedly. Mm. But um, mm. uh, you're listening. You're listening to the driver's seat. <laughs> we know it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia.
This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat across Australia. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Before we get to our off-the-track update, uh, let's want to quickly go through some text, boys. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Which one do you want to start off with, Matthew? Um, let's start off with... What about Tommy from Hobart? You can start Tommy with that one. Tommy from Hobart. Yeah, despite Andre's manager saying that he left on his own terms and Andre saying essentially he did the same. Got to love auto fiction running with the headline, Andre axed Grove's rookie gamble. <laughs> yeah, you're. I know. Yeah. It's an interesting one, Tom, isn't it? And such is the politics and play of supercars. But we're going to talk about that in our Burst Off Track update in just a second, mm-hmm. where and how all this may shake out, Stevie J. We've actually also got one here from number ending in 342. Please put your name on the end of the text so we can credit who it's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously talking about uh, the move, Andre's possible move to Brad Jones, and we're talking about him going in and uh, basically talking to um, the Kellys or the Groves, I should say, about money. Uh, there's Jones. no cash here. Here, there's no cash, all right? Cash, no. Robbo, no cash. Now, there you go. Robbo's now doing the deals for Brad Jones Racing. No cash. <laughs> That's uh yeah not it's, I don't know it's I, I don't think it's 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 not it's it can't be a money thing it's as I said before it's got to be a performance thing or it's got to be a no choice thing at the end of the day yeah yeah totally well yeah, yeah. he was either axed or he's gone to big promises somewhere else uh hey we just got a text from Michael boys evening boys I'm turning fifty on the twenty sixth of this month Michael. Happy birthday to you for the 26th because I probably won't remember. Yep. I can just remember my wife's birthday most of the time, let alone yours, Michael. But both of them? Everyone. Oh, well, I don't remember my first one. Both wife's. birthdays? No. Uh, both birthdays. Both birthdays? What's the, what's the second birthday? Oh, no. oh shit. <laughs> Did I say shit? Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> don't know where you were going with that one. Uh, so, yeah, good on you, Michael, and happy 50th birthday for the 26th of this month. And he also wrote, remember everyone pumping up Ricardo. What has he done of late? Zilch, am I too harsh? Michael, you're perhaps a little harsh, but I understand where you're going and I understand the criticism because he is coming in for a bit at the moment. Well, I think we, I but, think, and I think the reason for that is because we all expect him to be up the front. Totally, yeah. You know, especially and, when he's junior burger teammates handing it to him. At yeah, the moment. yeah. So. I, I think, um, yeah, we are, we are maybe being a little bit harsh, but I also think that it's, you know, we want him up the front, so yes. it's almost like, yeah, it's not a, a a bad thing that we're saying it. It's like, come on, mate, you know, we know you're better than that, so yeah, get the results that we're expecting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Ben from Dolby, speaking of hand grenades and Gen 3, and this could be what you plan on talking about later on in the show, but what are your thoughts on Russell Inger's comments last week on the enforcement of Dude saying that we won't even get to Gen 3, that supercars will do some demo laps with them, two cars at a couple of events next year, and then move to a completely different chassis design program in 2023? Hearing that was a hand grenade if I've ever heard one. Well, Ben, that is... Yeah. A belter. That is a serious hand grenade. That's a mortar. That's not just a hand grenade. Well, especially with the teams that are currently building them at the moment. Well, absolutely, and spending a, a ton of cash on mm-hmm. it. So, hey, Ben, we are going to put that on the board as one to watch for the future because if that does come back, that is – that would. I mean, Stevie J, my goodness me, oh. we would be, as a sport, the laughing stock. And supercars or whoever the new owner is, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on as well, they will be roasted if that's yep. what happens. That yep. that could be a very serious issue within the sport if that happens. Absolutely. Right? And, you know, because 
if that's the case, and, and they think that they may have gone down the wrong road with Gen 3, which, you know, uh, it's – it's and, and you know what? It would be a, a told you so from all the fans because they've all said, yep. what are you doing? Yep. You know, there are other, obviously, options that could have been exploited to to make, you know, to make the – to make America great again, as as Donald Trump says, talking about supercars and what they can do about helping the teams out to actually be able to afford to go racing and to be yep. able to build cars and bring manufacturers and 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 bring other people within in the in our sport mm-hmm. um, that can afford to do it um, and sees a future in what's being put on the table. Yep. Oh, he's dead to me, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what, if this happens, there's going to be plenty of dead oh, people. Oh, absolutely. Dave Reynolds will be the only one laughing at it. <laughs> um, but, yes, get your texts in 0433981116. Right now, let's do our off-the-track update. And now, it's the driver's seat off-the-track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. Yeah, we do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts celebrating 50 years, and we thank you for jumping on board. Uh, Matty, last week, uh, things sort of <laughs> lit up just a smidge. So well, how are you going to back that wash. one up, Matthew? I don't know how we are going to back that one up because uh, let's let's be fair, boys. We broke that story about the potential of a Canberra race in 2023. Um, there was some interesting discussions. Might not be 2023, but. Well, who knows? You but never know. We had lots of... I would just love to see a race back in Canberra, period. You know, we, I think, as you said... Yeah, races a national it, championship. Absolutely. Yeah, but we did have a lot of... I had a lot of texts and emails from a fairly a fair, a fair amount of angry folk over the weekend that really did not want us to talk <laughs> about that. But, hey, stuff it. We're going to do it anyway. So we've done it. It's out there, and we'll see what happens as we move forward. But I did this week, Nimsy and Steve, want to talk about what we've been reading in the press about the driver situation within not just Kelly Grove, but in within supercars as well, because this sets off potentially um, a fair size dominoes, game of dominoes. So if you're playing at home, grab your pen. Don't do it if you're driving, but if you're playing at home, grab your pen, because here are some of the potential options and potential discussions, including one hand grenade or one bombshell that I'm not sure has been talked about. And I must say right off the top, it is but rumour and innuendo at this stage. I've had no confirmation. I've just had two or three people that I've been talking to come back to me with the same story. And in this industry, when there's smoke, Nimsy and Steve, there's usually a little bit of fire. So we'll we'll talk about that in a second. But Andre Heimgartner going to Brad Jones. I think we know that. I think that's a discussion, Stevie J, that we're, we kind of know. But we'll wait for that to be confirmed. But we think he's going to Brad Jones. So where does that leave? Brad Jones, if you've got another big name. Because right now, you'd think that they've got all their drivers sorted out, all they have for this year. One could be leaving. One that we did not expect to be leaving. And again, he's a mate of ours, and I don't want to steal his thunder, but this may happen. Nick Perkett could indeed leave Brad Jones racing. Even after he's confirmed there. Yeah, well, we know contracts in this sport really are not serious, but there's... Oh, he's dead to me, bro. Correct. Thank you, David. Uh, there is some there is some discussions. I've spoken to three people in the last week that have all talked about this. Where would he be going? Potentially, Walkinshaw Andretti United, back to his old team, mm-hmm. or Tickford, which is interesting as well mm. in itself. So where does that leave Bryce Forward, who's currently at WAU? He could also, if Nick Perkat goes to WAU, could go to Tickford. So that would be an interesting switch as well. But then, of course, we're talking about Jack LeBrock 
probably leaving Tickford as well. He's the man most likely to be out at Tickford. Got a great sponsor in Truck Assist. What does Truck Assist also sponsor? WAU. Could we see Jack LeBrock at WAU if Bryce Fullwood goes across to Tickford? And then we get back to Kelly Grove Racing. The big talk is Matt Payne, the young fella from New Zealand who's currently driving in Carrera Cup, hasn't driven supercar. Could he go there? Big call, Stevie J, as you said, with the super license. Lots of talk about him not being able to actually drive at that team next year in the main game because he doesn't have enough points on his super license. So, your mate and mine, what about get Chris Pither in there with the Coca-Cola money? There you go. Fully funded. Yep. Not costing the team anything. Into BJR? No, no, no. Into Kelly Grove. Kelly Grove. Into Grove Racing for next year. You put him in there while you blood Matt Payne in the Super 2 program, and you get Chris in there who's been there a long time, who's not costing them anything because he brings his own money. It's just a seat warmer and a a bit of a guide for Matt, and then potentially sign Chris into a long-term co-driver role at that team. That would have to be relatively attractive for Chris too. So where does that leave? But then what is, I mean, I guess a year is better than nothing, but then what do you do if you're Chris? You go, all right, we'll go there for a year. and well, Where else is Chris going to go? Yeah. Because that's the problem at the moment. The seats BJR? are falling out. Well, I, again, the, what I'm hearing is that Andre's there with Smith and Jones, and the name that we haven't talked about is Todd Hazelwood. If Nick Perkett does leave Brad Jones, that's going to leave Todd Hazelwood potentially there. So you'd have Andre, Jack Smith, Macaulay Jones, and Hazelwood. What about Lee Holdsworth? He's been sniffing around as well in the WAU. He's obviously mm. linked up with Chaz this year for the, for the uh, Enduros. But, boys, I've got to tell you, in the next, I don't know, month or so, it's going to be absolutely fascinating as to where all of this rolls out because we know that Brock Feeney – He's already locked away. Pretty well, everyone else from memory is locked away as well. It's just these few key seats with some big teams. I mean, we're talking Tickford, WAU, Brad Jones Racing. Big teams, boys. And it will be really, really interesting as to see who picks that up. But I think out of all of that, the name that I keep hearing and the thing that we're not expecting is that Nick Perkett could be on the march from Brad Jones. Wow, interesting. We will have You to are fake news. wouldn't be the first time, Nimsy, I've been described as fake news. And you know what? It could absolutely be fake news. I don't know. But uh, when we talk about – when the the conversations I've had have been pretty big. Now, let's rewind to our first person off-track update. If you remember, Stevie J, we talked about a festival of motorsport with the Bathurst International and the Bathurst 1000 uh, potentially being locked together and having this great event. And then it all went to hell in a handbasket because no one would play together. Hang on, can we hit pause on that? Because we'll talk about that a little bit later on in greater detail. Oh, you've you've got that on the – I see. (laughs) That's what happens when I don't look forward in my run sheet. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But that's also a big story that's – come to more fruition or more information today. Yeah, so. we, there's a lot of layers in that onion, so we'll give it uh, what it deserves. Oh, I like onion. Jeez. You see how it always comes back to food? You know, there's Cat-like onion on the top. from Stevie J. That's right. When I drop my burger, <laughs> oh, pick it up, mate. It's gone. You don't even see my hey, ninja-like reflex. Guess what I just did, Nimsy? What's up? Look forward in my run sheet to find out that you want to talk about the Bathurst International <laughs> and the Bathurst 1000 a bit <laughs> Good on you, Matthew. How's the professional preparation of the show, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Nimsy, before Matty says anything, you need to put up a spoiler alert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, that was our off-the-track update for Burson Auto Parts. They're known for first-class knowledge and service. 
and Lord knows why they want to join us. Because <laughs> 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 they're a bunch of great blokes and girls that is at it. Person Auto Parts. That they like it. having a laugh. And they see big value in us. But yes, Well, they see big. I don't know if they see value. <laughs> they just see big. <laughs> but like I said, that, there's a fair few hand grenades there, something to uh, digest. So let us know what you think on the text line 0433 98 11 16. Uh, Nick Perkett, if you're listening, text in too. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> yes. Maybe I should text him and say, hey, you leaving? Maybe I should just go right to the source. What do you reckon, boys? Why not? Why not? <laughs> 0433 You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. You are fake news. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. In fact, they've been doing it for over 40 years. They've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, we will get your texts in just a moment. 0433 98 11 16 is the number if you would like to get in touch. Uh, but I did think that uh, we, we, we love to have a bit of fun here on The Driver's Seat, but we can't... Uh, well, today's date, the 8th of September 2021, actually marks 15 years since the passing of Peter Brock. And, uh, yeah, to, to say that he made a mark on Australian motorsport, I mean, even if you aren't a motorsport fan, you know who Peter Brock is. Yeah. He is mm-hmm. synonymous with our sport. And um, it was national news. He got a state funeral as well uh, yep. when this happened. And we couldn't believe it when this happened. And, uh, Steve, obviously... Uh, your your old man's got had a very good relationship with Peter Brock. Uh, I know that he said some very uh, good things, and Brocky's had the same thing to say back. But um, it, it was uh, it was one of those dates that sort of stopped the nation, didn't it? Yeah, it was, mate. It was, and you know, we were just talking about it off air just before we came back on. Now um, it was it was right up there with for myself personally. There's there's three, you know, apart from obviously you know, family members. Mm. There's three. That have really hit me really hard. Um, one was out in Senna mm-hmm. in 1994, um, obviously uh, Brocky and Steve Irwin. And um, uh, it, another one was Mark Porter, who was obviously a racer as well. Yep. Um, and that was more so for the fact that he was current with us. Like we were with him, you know, two weeks beforehand. And uh, yeah, so these three, and those three, and, and Peter being one that um, you really, you know, you, you thought the guy was immortal with the way that he went about his racing and yep. everyone's going to pass away at some point. Everyone's going to die, right? We all know that. But did we ever honestly think that Brocky was going to die racing a car? Never. Which not, is not ironic. after what he'd done and after That's he right. retired. It's the ironic thing. You and I you know? and, and these legends of the sport, your father and Moffat and everything, well, they've all grown to a ripe old age, Nimsy and Steve, and yet we do things in these cars that increase the likelihood of us dying. Mm. At, at an exponential rate, and yet they seem to be able to get away with it. And, I mean, it was tragic that day. You and I both know we're exactly where mm. we were when we heard about it. And, look, we're 15 years down the track, and um, he would want us to celebrate his life and celebrate his achievements. He is synonymous. You're exactly right. Uh, Nimsy, king of Moomba. Um, he was a hero to many. He was, he was my absolute first hero. Um, and, in fact, responsible for me getting behind the wheel of a race car. So, um uh, he was always my hero. I looked up to him. I thought he was fabulous. I got to know his son and know his son, James, very well. Um, some of the battles, though, some of the footage, and thank goodness for YouTube, boys, that I can go back to YouTube now and watch some of those Channel 7 coverages 
of the Bathurst 1000 and, and the Australian Touring Car Championships. I can show my son uh, the legend that was was Peter Brock. And Stevie J, we, we often talk about, as we are right now, what happened on the track. But you guys as a family, the Johnson and Brock family, despite the rivalry on track, you guys were really close off track, weren't you? Yeah, we were. We did quite a lot of things off track. And, um, you know, a lot of people... Wouldn't really know unless they've heard the story from us. But, um, you know, Peter was one of those guys that was actually quite instrumental in me getting my first drive in the mm-hmm. go-kart as a kid. Mm-hmm. We were actually holidaying all together up north, north mm-hmm. Queensland. And um, for whatever reason, one of Peter's friends, uh, his kids raced and his daughter um, had had an injury through the week. She'd actually broken her arm. She'd fallen out of a cubby out house a or whatever it was, also, out of a tree, right. broke her arm. Um, and, you know, that presented an opportunity for me to drive her go-kart, yep. you know, and I was, I think, seven at the time. And um, Dad and Peter went about, you know, getting me a license and doing what they could. And, and had a crack. It was literally a, a Saturday or a Friday night practice, Saturday and Saturday night race. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so he was he was there. With my family and his family, James was there, Bev mm-hmm. was there um, for my very first race in a go-kart, which I won on my on my dad. Oh, there you go. On debut, ladies on and debut gentlemen. From the back the on my P fella. plates. A big um, fella. Yeah. So, you know, and it wasn't until then, well, it was until then that Peter said to dad, mate, you, you know, you need to get Steve a cart when you get home. And yeah, right. dad goes, yeah, I think so. And uh and having said that, Dad didn't get me a cart. He just gave me his old crappy cart, and I raced that for five years. Good on you, DJ. Yeah. I mean, Nimsy, if you look at his, if you look at his achievements, like he was made a member of the Order of Australia, I think in 1980 for his service to the sport. Yeah. Um, he won the Sandown 500 nine times, the Bathurst Touring Car Championship three times, the Bathurst 24 hour race in those in those monsters. Did you say the Bathurst race? Touring Car Championship? No, the Australian Touring Car Championship. Well, you said Bathurst. And the Bathurst 24 hour. Okay. Race is what I, I did. I go back on the, on the recording there, Nimsy, later. And <laughs> oh, the one mistake if I did make yes. it. Yeah, good on you. Uh, and he was inducted into the V8 Supercars Hall of Fame in 2001. So he was he was just unbelievable. He'll never, ever, ever, ever be replaced. He will go down in history. And today, whilst a sad day celebrating 15 years, we look back on his life um, with with. Um, I mean, I'm just very thankful that we lived through a period of time that mm. we got to be able to befriend him. He was friends to everyone. He would he would wait out the back, Nimsy, and, and uh, you know, you probably never did get to to witness the brilliance of Peter Brock with his fans, but he would literally wait out the back of the garage until everybody had whatever they had brought signed. Um, his PR man, Plastic, would would be trying to pull him away to go to corporate functions, and he wouldn't go because he had to do signatures and make sure that everybody was happy. He was mobbed. He was a superhero and uh, unfairly named Peter Perfect because he wasn't a perfect individual, as none of us are, and that's a very hard moniker to stand up against. But uh, on the racetrack, he was unbelievable with his fans. He was absolutely brilliant, one-of-a-kind, Nimsy. He's talking about off the track too, um, especially here in Victoria. He was quite synonymous with road safety. In fact, uh, his race number, and this is long before I became a motorsport fan, I always need the number 05 purely because of uh, Peter Brock and because it was linked to the blood alcohol limit that you couldn't drink drive on. That like that was, it was that's, right. that's where the 05 comes that's from. That's where the 05 comes from. And yep, that's 0.05. How, and it's a very, very... Uh, just goes to show, like, while he was well known for his exploits on track, 
he did a hell of a lot of stuff off track as well to benefit he, people. He did. And, you know, like we, we talk uh, boys about the 17 being synonymous with the Johnson family, which is being passed down onto the generations and now onto young jet. The O five was synonymous with Brock. There is, I have never seen in all my years, 25 odd years, 20, 25 odd years. I've never seen a state racer. I've never seen a club racer. I've never seen anyone run O five. I've never seen it mm. because that's a number you just don't touch. Mm. That that's that's Peter Brock's I think number. It, I think it might be parked. I, I is think, it parked by cams? I think it's parked Motorsport by Motorsport Australia. Australia. Yeah, I right. Okay. So. Well, and it should be or because supercars, you just you would just never you would never ever ever touch it. No. Um, and it's a little bit like the seventeen. I mean, you know, you I certainly wouldn't touch the seventeen, and uh, knowing that that um, it's your family's, but the O five Nimsy was just sacrosanct. No yeah. one touched it, and it was absolutely – people these days describe Brocky's old cars. I oh, remember the old 05 Commodore. It's not the sponsor. It wasn't the Marlborough Commodore, and it wasn't this. It was the 05 Commodore. Yeah. So that was – whoever came up with that marketing strategy, by the way, brilliant for 05, 0.05, drink driving, but um, unbelievable, mm. unbelievable. Yeah, um, so we say valid to Peter Brock there. It's amazing, 15 years. Like, that's a hell of a long time. There's an entire generation that have grown up not yep. knowing that he was such a legend. But um, And we also send our thoughts, of course, to the Steve uh, to Steve Irwin's family because that happened on the, the same day mm. as Peter Brock. So yep. 15 years for that family as well, dealing with that tragedy. So it was a very big day in Australia. Uh, 0433981116 if you want to share some of your memories too. But uh, this is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Yeah, it is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. We'll quickly get through some of your texts. 0433981116 is the number if you want to get in touch. Boys, you want to start it off? Uh, boys, we've got to kick it off with Jeff from Hamilton Hill. Good on you, Jeff. I don't have a question nor any input. Just wanted to say, you boys make my week. Keep up the excellent work. Well, Jeff, for you and only for you, we will continue. I think excellence a bit. I think you're. I think you're a little overdone on excellent. I think pretty good work, maybe. Uh, <laughs> we'll, but we'll keep it up. Whatever we're doing, mate, we'll keep it up. We'll keep it up. Hey, we. Excellent start. We should have had that at the start. <laughs> we should have. It's been like that, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got one here from Lee Springwood. Hi, guys. Just had a thought. Uh, yeah, it's scary, Lee. Oh, trust me, my thoughts are scary too. Uh, ask the listeners <laughs> what town would they believe would make a good street circuit? What section of the town would be good? Don't worry about any inconvenience or road closures. I reckon Daisy Hill Road, blah, 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 which is actually my hometown. That's Brisbane. Where, that's where yeah, I, that's I, Well, that's where I grew up. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's almost like um, you sort of got to go to your own backyard, you know, like mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. where did you grow up, Matty? And, and if people were from there, what do you think would be a good track for them? Mate, I'm a one-turner boy. Straight down Knoxville, you know, you. stud around Stud Road. <laughs> In fact, if you if you if you look closely on a Saturday night about one o'clock in the morning, you'll probably see where the racetracks are. Oh yeah, 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 down around that area. Is that so where you uh, follow, do you follow? That's exactly right. Shane. Good evening, Shane. Uh, that's it's great exactly to have him what on board, isn't it? Yeah, I love yeah. Oh, to mate, show every Shane week. and D. You know, Dave Reynolds. He's there every week, which yep. is which is sensational. The boys kicking goals for us. Uh, hey, um, if you're looking towards going racing, which we are, Tommy from Toowoomba. <laughs> Stevie J, are you taking the XD to the Leyburn Sprints or Leyburn Sprints this weekend in Queensland? 
no, unfortunately. Bow bow. But Jet will be up Sorry. there. Jet's actually racing a Mark One Escort, a very cool little well, that's cool. Mark One Escort right that uh, he's looking forward to jumping in. He is, had a little drive at uh, at Warwick, oh, maybe a month ago. Is now, is there anything this boy will not drive? Well, apart no, from it's, and he's driving his apart mother from nuts my XD. too. Yeah, <laughs> well, true. And his mother nuts. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, okay. No, I think it's good. You know, it's just, it's experiencing anything. You raced a go-kart on the weekend. I think just, yep, you know, if it's there, get in it, mate, have a drive. It's If it's good enough for Shane Van Gisbergen, it's good enough for you. Hey, Michael said, uh, thanks, boys, for always enjoy. He's, all, as always, uh, for the best wishes. Oh, thanks very much for the best wishes. Always enjoy tuning every weekend, uh, every week. Nice. Good on you, Michael. That's cool. Um, uh, Michael also texts in, You, uh, he used to love... The Brocky and Moffat and Dick battling it out at the races. Yes, didn't we all, my friend? Mm, um, absolutely. Big G, the Big G the big has come G. back on. The Big G. Good on you, G. Been a couple of weeks since we've had the Big G on. Hey, he's betting on a Coke Mustang at Grove Racing for next year. And no and Jones. No Jones behind the wheel. So Ooh. you reckon Macaulay could get canned? That's interesting, isn't it? I don't know. It's hard. You've got to... Talk about canning your own son. <laughs> not easy. Not easy, Big G. That's what that's what we Macaulay would be see. saying we if Brad see. did bone him. That's exactly what Macaulay <laughs> would be saying. Let me tell you, Big G, if that does happen. Um, we had Greg, uh, who is one of our regular friends. Uh, he said he has got vivid memories of Peter Brock during Hidden Valley in 2001, wanting to sit and talk about his escort that was in the pits he was also working as Stevie J and the Rats medic and masseur. He was an engaging individual with charismatic personality. Yes, he was. And he mate. was. And a great memory because that's exactly what he was like. Uh, and Michael, now I know we're getting a little bit late and I'm not going to read out your text because I think it's a little bit salty against the big Stevie J. But I will tell you, my friend, whilst there wasn't a plethora of races won in supercars, the lead up to that point, mate, I've been to his house and I, as, as as long as my ass points to the ground, I will guarantee you there's a 20-foot container there full of trophies and dust collectors. So uh, good on you, Michael. Let's just try and keep it not so salty against the big boy because once you have a supercars career like the great man sitting beside me, very few have ever had that and we're all very proud I'd of him. I'd be happy if I had a supercars career that didn't win anything. Oh, just to get there I mean, There's plenty of them. There's plenty of them. So yep. you don't need to defend. Yours is in the book. You can sit there quietly. I'll defend you, brother. Oh, thanks, you had a mate. ripping career. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nancy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roy, we real. Michael's that been toasted. Sorry, Michael. We've given you a bake of old bakes there. That's all the way from Victoria. Nimsy's giving you that bake too. Yikes! Well, right now, it is time for our race rewind. Uh, we do it thanks to Gates Australia. Don't <laughs> compromise. Make sure you choose Gates Premium Belts, Hose oh, and Hydraulics. Hey, speaking of which, uh, Steve, it was your birthday earlier in the week and a very mm-hmm. happy birthday. So we Thank thought, you. especially while Canberra's in the news, let's throw it back to 2001. Ben Seaton gets away well. Slots in behind Ambrose. And then this thunderous pack, 31 in total through turn one. They'll be extra careful. Now they've spread out on this opening lap. Second place, Stephen Johnson. Oh, it's going to be unbelievably close. And Johnson gets by. Terrific drive from Stephen Johnson, who takes the checkered flag. It's a shell win. Stephen Johnson is going to win the round overall. Good day at the office at the Nation's Capital for you, Stevie J. That was cool, mate. Yeah, I still remember that. That was good. And I was actually looking because you did you did uh, post the event results here on our little 
on our little run sheet here. Mm. And um, it was cool because race one was a, you know, you start where you qualify. Uh, we qualified on pole, which was great. Um, the Rat and I both had great pace there. Unfortunately, he he had a spin in the top 10 shootout and didn't get a chance to uh, – he was P1 in provisional qualifying and then we had the shootout. So, um, But um, race two was a full uh, – it's a place, Matty. You, you – I don't know if you were there or not, but you know how narrow that place yeah, it was. Yeah, tight as. Um, and and it, was a, it was a full reverse grid race two. Yep. And the good old days. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, and then race three was a starting position, an aggregate off race one and two. And yep. um, we finished third in race three, which was enough to give us the chocolates for uh, the round win. But um, And your first round win. And the first round win, yeah. absolutely. And, Mark, and by the way, Michael, we, I know you texted and you were, I know you're only joking, mate. It's just, it's just entertainment. We're just having a bit of fun. Uh, yeah, but you're right, mate. It was it was a, um, a a difficult circuit, very very tight. Held at the wrong time of the year because mm. it was very cold, which affected the people coming through the gates. Um, but the new circuit, if it does go ahead, looks like it's going to be different. But I, I think um, you know Craig Lowndes was hunting you down from memory uh, in the Green Eyed Monster, that AU that we yes. that we yeah. all love. Um, that was very cool that that he was chasing you. I think that was also the race. And Nimsy, I think that was you his first able, year in, yeah, in that Gibson Motorsport car. But Nimsy, you might be able to dig up the audio somewhere. I know you, you're the silent button pusher in the background there, <laughs> but uh, there is some footage. You probably won't get it now, but there is some footage of a wheel leaving a car and it bounced all the way down the straight, I think, before the mm. chicane, missing everything. And then it popped up onto the middle of the chicane, which was a tyre bundle. It sat there and... Uh, uh, the, the, the commentators, the great Barry Sheen went, that's what you call a control tire. It was absolutely mm. brilliant. It was, uh, it was commentary at its best, but you know, I, I think, um, it had it all, Steve, it could have had it all that race, that, that whole, that whole concept, but for whatever reason, it, it just, they, they were adamant on having it at the time that it was, mm. and it was just too cold. Yep. It was, yep. too, I mean, genuinely too cold. Uh, Dale Britton texted into us last week and said that John Faulkner actually went for a go-kart race, I think on the Friday night or whatever, and had, and his snot got frozen. Thanks for that, Dale. <laughs> but uh, it was that cold, Nimsy. It was genuinely that cold. Mm. Hello. Yep. Yep. Oh, sorry. Go. Oh, on. there you go. Oh, so it was genuinely. <laughs> I'm finished now. Nim, Nim, I was looking Nim, for this. voice box is frozen. <laughs> you couldn't do it if you tried, could you? Uh, look at that. There with its cousins. Was. Yeah, that's what they call a control tire. <laughs> hey, hey, Nimsy, you're a legend. <laughs> look at him go, ladies and gentlemen. He is the man. The flash on the buttons. Behind the well, show, played. everybody. He is it. Oh, <laughs> making the magic happen. And on how the good is it to hear Barry Sheen's voice too? We miss him. We, we do miss him. him. We miss him. We miss him. So, yeah, no, it was good, mate. And uh, that's a big trophy. Yep. yep. In the in the twenty foot container. Was that one in the house or was that in the twenty foot container? No, nah, it's all in the container. <laughs> in all the dust collectors. It's all in the container. I've got I've got pure marble uh, trophies, go kart trophies in the, in the container. Yep, absolutely. Pure fake marble. No, it's actually real marble. It was that heavy when I was a kid. I couldn't even carry it. <laughs> it, it, it would, you wouldn't be allowed it in, in this day and age because it would be OH&S. You'd have to wear a steel cap boot to take it home. <laughs> what trophies do you have? I mean, I know they're in the uh, theatre room there in the Mansion Johnson. Oh, uh, well, apart from the TCM. Stately yeah, Johnson Manor. Before. Yeah, Steve, Steve correct, Johnson, Johnson Manor. Uh, there's oh, helmets. There's helmets. A sim. Any other apart from TCM trophies? Oh, in in no, no. Most of the other ones, um, whether it be all my go kart, state titles, and all that sort of stuff, they're all in the container. Um, yeah, you know, like 
Well, I've got Trans Am ones from New Zealand. You, you remember yeah, yeah. when I raced over there against yeah, yeah. Murph and, yep. and all that? You know, they, they were they were cracking, cracking. And I've kept all of them. You know, even my helmets. I've kept race suits. Race suits. I've kept all my race suits. I've really? kept all my helmets. I haven't actually done the whole let's hock these off like. Like Craig Bed's doing, actually. He's, <laughs> and, he's, been, he's been selling a few lately. Hey, Nimsy, just before we go, and I know it's a bit of the ode to the Steve Johnson. It was his birthday, but it was also his wedding anniversary, I think, last week or the week before. Correct. Week before. So congratulations. Thanks so much. First the, uh, win, birthday, wedding anniversary. I'm, I'm a lucky man. Oh, you are such a lucky man. I don't know how she does it, but <laughs> you're a lucky man. Um, that was our race. Oh my God. That was our race. See, I can do it, Michael. I can give him a slap on the way through. That was our race <laughs> rewind. Thanks to Gates Australia. Protect your ride with complete system replacement with Gates belts and hoses. Visit gatesaustralia.com.au. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Anything else, Barry? Maybe a sock? Sock? What do I want a sock for? <laughs> Great man, DJ and Baz. <laughs> shell ads, weren't they? That was shell ads, yep. Oh, good one. So I still remember them. Get a Miles Bar. I feel like a Miles Bar. <laughs> That's right. And a paper. And a paper. Give me a paper, D. <laughs> oh, 0433 Get in touch here on the driver's seat. We still love you, Michael. <laughs> this is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia. And just remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the app store. Now, this is uh, hot off the presses, boys. But uh, Matt actually mentioned this a while back in our first uh, person off the track update uh, about the, which we dubbed the Festival of Motorsport. The, the Festival of Motorsport <laughs> from Mount Panorama Mathis. <laughs> yes, it was, well, when, when we got hold of it a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, it was it was all put together and supercars had everyone in the room and it was all from ARG and supercars was all happening. But unfortunately, the two partners involved in the major sponsors of those events couldn't see their way through. So the now Rep- we get a couple just, of weeks. Yeah, just for yeah. those playing at home, the Repco Supercars Championship and the Super Cheap Auto uh, TCR Australia Championship. Correct. Obviously, so, you can see why they're not wanting to talk. <laughs> exactly right. They're not wanting to be uh, bedfellows, so to speak. However, uh, it, and I think we're going to get an announcement, Stevie J, sometime before the end of this week. I think it's now going to happen. I think, actually, sanity has prevailed, boys, and it looks like we might get... Uh, a Bathurst Supercard, where over a, a six-day period, where um, we're going to get oh, like a ton of categories, including S five thousand and TCM and Trans Am and GT. TCR and all of that kind of stuff, and then the Bathurst one thousand as well on the next weekend. So, um, I hope it can happen. I think it's still. I think we're still got a slight issue with borders because, again, Stevie J, you and I. If we go down to race at that event at the end of November, the ARG, the first weekend, and we have to quarantine back in Queensland for two weeks, guess what, folks? You won't be seeing Matt McKeldin and CBJ mm. running around the mountain because we just can't afford to do it. Absolutely. So um, I really hope that, that the border thing is under control by that stage so that we're able to do that. But um, Super 2 Series, Cup Car, uh, Toyota 86 or Toyota Gazoo Racing 86, as it's called, Um uh, GTs, S5000, Touring Car, uh, Golf, uh, Golf Western Oils, uh, Touring Car Masters, National Trans Am, Porsche Sprint Challenge. So if you've got a caravan, if you've got a tent, get to Mount Panorama uh, because I think we're, I think that's actually going to happen, Stevie J, mm. which will be just huge. huge. That's huge. It'll be massive. 
And hopefully it's that good that they can't ignore it in the future. Correct. You I hadn't I mean? thought of that. Sets a precedent for the future. Exactly. And it's November 28 to 26, and, and Bathurst, which will be announced fairly soon, is, is in December. It's going to be forwarded now into into the first week of December, and which will be our final round too. Yeah, this this uh, it, it is something that it makes sense, which very rarely you see a decision like that made. But I guess desperate times call for desperate measures. Well, that's right. That's exactly right. And speaking of desperate times and desperate measures, Stevie J and Nimsy, um, coming up, the rest of the calendar will be shortly announced. So we're going to have two races at Queensland Raceway, back-to-back, or maybe a week apart, but possibly back-to-back, a day race and then a night race, and then we're going to go to Sydney Motorsport Park, where we'll do, again, two weekends back-to-back. We'll do a day night, a day race and a night race, and then have a week's break, and then we'll go to the Bathurst 1000 and finish out the season. That's going to be announced fairly soon. So Gold Coast canned. Bow, bow, I do feel bad for, first off, uh, you, you do feel bad for, uh, you know, the Victorians once again having to be on the road and also oh, the Gold totally. Coast 600. But let's face it, the, the infrastructure it needs to have a street circuit as well as the crowds need to justify it, yep. it ain't going to happen, is it? And and the ability, like if we get, in here in Queensland, if we get 10 cases roll through the border mm. uh, and it gets shut down, what do you do? Mm. What do you do? So that's too risky. So we'll go to circuits that are already built like QR, which is fantastic for Queensland friends because we haven't seen any southeast corner racing for a little while from Supercar's point of view. Haven't been at Queensland Raceway, but how good will it be for them to go into lights at QR? Yeah, that'll be that definitely will be different. Very cool because they do have some lights, but you'll need to you'll need to like do what we did at SMP a couple of years ago before the permanent lights went in. I'll oh, get the coats we'll, higher. Yeah, <laughs> run down to coats higher. Just drag every light light gantry away from every rental joint in southeast Queensland and mm. light up Queensland Raceway. That'll be that'll be grass fun well, if we do it that. It is lit up, like not as good as what SMP is now, but yep. they do race Queensland production cars and stuff there, don't yep. they? Yeah, yeah, under yep. lights, yep. which is good. But yeah, yep. they may have to just top it up with a few coats higher higher lights. And you know what? Also, might be there, Nimsy. What's up? Tin tops, Aussie tin tops, and if the Aussie tin tops are there. You'll see Jet Johnson racing in his Mustang, and you'll see Matt McKeldon racing in his Mustang. Probably more interested in Jet Johnson, to be quite <laughs> frank. But anyway, <laughs> but we're going to have a crack. If if the tin tops go to QR, we will roll out the Kubota Mustang and have a have a squirt around there. Yeah, um, well, that's something to look forward to. But uh, yes, we're going to take a quick pause for the course here on the driver's seat. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. Uh, the all-new Driver's Seat app has podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It's a must for all motorsport fans. Back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Right now, let's talk a little bit of Formula One. Oh, oh for no, Stafford on the inside of Vettel. They no, have touched. Max. That was inevitable. I hit the wall. <laughs> uh, copy, Max. <laughs> He's actually been very good this year, so well, he's just kind of leading the championship. So yes, you would say that he's been relatively strong, wouldn't you? Imagine? He won, he's won eight out of twelve races or something. Yeah, he's going all right. Mm. Could yeah, actually not, not five years ago, I reckon you, you, your old man, and I stood in the studio in Melbourne and crystal balled it that he was going to win the championship that year. Well, you're pretty right now, five years down the track, because yeah. I reckon it he was might. a slow I burn. Said one year, such a slow burn, Nimsy. Yeah. But he's still what, glacier-like slow burn. Glacier, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. But um, it's total glacier-like. <laughs> but um, hey, look, we're going to talk a bit of off-track stuff with the um, Formula mm. One because uh, 
is it, do you reckon this is the this is the equivalent of like you know like oh really this was happening? Uh, George Russell confirmed for Mercedes next year. Yeah. Oh, well, I think so. I mean, well, no, no, I shouldn't say that because it was a little bit like the Brock Feeney. None of us actually knew. There was that one percent doubt. Yeah. That's right. Well, because there was genuine merit in keeping Valtteri Bottas beside Lewis Hamilton. And I think if you asked that Lewis, he would have said, Lewis, we spoke oh, about this. I want that. I, that's what I want. So I genuinely think he was in with a chance there. Um, I genuinely think that George's, and I'm not going to say talent Lewis because he's very talented at what he does behind the wheel. Outside's a different story, but behind the wheel. Mm. Um, but I think he's going to give Lewis a lot more of a scare than Valtteri does. Yeah, right. In speed. And as he gets through the year, he's got the maturity and the patience from what he's done at Williams already. I think, I think he's going to, I think he's going to surprise a lot. I think when he hit Valtteri last, was it last year? I think it was in uh, Monza mm-hmm. and then got, and then got in Valtteri's face. No, and it wasn't it, Monza. And it was that his was, mistake. Uh, wasn't Monza. Was it Monza? It was somewhere else? Yeah. It somewhere was in Italy. Brazil or somewhere. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, uh, I think that was the defining moment for George. I think that's when everyone just step, stepped in, put their hand on his shoulder and said, you ain't there yet, champ. Mm. Just pull your head in. And if you do all right, you'll get the seat, but pull your head in. So, uh, look, I, I think it's, I think it was, it, it's a great thing. I think certainly in the McKeldon household, there was jumping on the couch that he's been confirmed there. I think you're right. I think he's going to give Lewis a good shake next year. Mm. However, I think Toto will also step in and go, listen, I do not want a Rosberg-Hamilton situation. Mm-hmm. You're here for the future, but you're here to learn. You back up Lewis and get Luke, get us the, the, the Constructors' Championship and get Lewis his eighth, seventh, or is he seven at the moment? Yeah. So he might go in and get eighth, and then I think he's the most successful from there. Um, you work to that, and then the floor is yours, kid. Then we're going to unleash you. And that's if Lewis go. doesn't do it this year. That's if Lewis doesn't do it this year. But so I think I think it's it's great for him. Um, great that we're seeing Valtteri remain in the sport at, at Alfa Romeo. I think he'll do quite well there. He'll have a he'll have a chance to lead that team. Um, and so I think that'll be very good. And of course, we say goodbye to Kimi Raikkonen. Mm. Every every man's favorite interview, the Ice Man. The Ice Man is um, finally going to go and and do whatever he does. Um, which it would have been ten years ago. Nimsy, you said he'd. Go and fall out drunk out of strip joints, but um, <laughs> now <laughs> now he's married to a beautiful woman and got a couple of little ones. Um, he's actually going to go and enjoy some life, I suppose. But uh, yeah. big week, like for all of you, know, both in supercar and Formula One, Stevie J. Big week, and now of course, as we go into the coming weeks with Formula One, there's still a couple of drivers. With you know, is Giovinazzi going to stay at um, at uh, Alfa Romeo? Uh, who's going to fill George Russell's seat at Williams? So there's there's still a little bit to play out there. I think both Haas drivers have been named. I think Mick's going to go back um, uh, against uh, against Sonoda. Uh, I was going to say uh, Mazepin. Yep. So I think they're they're locked in. Uh, I don't Alpha think Mazepin is Mazepin locked in. I, oh, I thought I think it, I've he heard he be. was retiring at the end of the year. Mazepin. Yeah. Really. Well, yeah, I thought and was that was a in. while ago, and he was retiring okay. to go do national do, service or something, something like that. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, that's oh. what I heard. He comes from Jack Smith type money, but times ten, oh, times so, hundred. Yes, so he's old man's an oligarch, so he he can do whatever he really what? wants. An oligarch, oligarch. Yes, that's basically a Russian billionaire. Oh. Hmm. That's yes, definitely. Well, Russian. What's that worth these days? An oligarch. I've never heard of that before. A few rubles. I thought you were going to talk. Has has multiple mafia. Has rubles. 
has lots of rubles. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So let me tell you that. That's yeah, it's. But you know, like it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, you know, obviously there's Schumacher's going to be. He's being blooded be for confirmed. later. He's being yeah, blooded yeah. for later. For Ferrari, for Ferrari in the future. I tell you, I, I mean, I genuinely, boys, I'm. Kimi Raikkonen is one of my favourite drivers. He has been for a million years because I love the way he is and I love his passion and I'm genuinely going to miss Nimsy. Some of the stuff that we hear out of the cockpit of the car and in press conferences, I think it's going to be brilliant. Steering wheel. Collapse the steering wheel here. Give me the steering wheel. Hey. Hey. Steering wheel. Somebody tell him to give it to me. Come on. Kimmy. <laughs> Kimmy. <laughs> Kimmy is up. How good is Kimmy? How are we going to miss Kimmy? Uh, purely for that. Purely for that. And, I, you know, there's other ones there where his team's trying to talk to him, like all engineers. You know, you need to press on. There's then a gap to the next person. And you just hear him come and go, leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I just love him. He could not care less. Hey, look, we've got, we've got to talk about the uh, Dutch Grand Prix as well, but we also get to a quick mm. break. So we'll do that on the other side of this. Uh, text in if you've got a fun Kimi Raikkonen memory, uh, because there's a whole heap, <laughs> I could tell you that. But uh, we'll be back to talk about the Dutch Grand Prix in just a moment, right here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. You forgot to connect the drink first. Yes, confirmed. Is the drink? Is it on now? Okay, I'm not uh... We forgot to connect, Jimmy. You will not have the drink, sorry. Is it on or not? The drink? No, Jimmy. No. no. You will not have the drink. No, no, no. Is the switch on or not? You you mean the slow button? No, no. Is my drinking... Is it emptying the bottle or not? No, no, Kimi, no. You will not have the drink. <laughs> you will not have the drink. <laughs> oh, jeez. There's not often I repeat Kimi Riken in my house, but quite often on a Saturday evening when Mrs. Mac goes for about the 15th at the end of the night, I go, you will not well, have the... she's five behind you will Johnson the, then, yeah. is she? <laughs> you will not have the drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And he's worth... and. This was just text in from Michael. Uh, just saying. He, just saying. He's worth 25, 250 million, boys. That's quite, yeah, that's right, Michael. So in answer to the question, Michael, yes, he can do whatever he wants to do. He can just sit on his 250 million. <laughs> do whatever he wants, but yeah. Getting his drinks. Can. Absolutely. Uh, now let's yeah. talk about the Dutch Grand Prix, though, before we yeah. wrap up. Uh, Maxi Verstappen, he has got a, another home to victory at the Dutch Grand Prix. Uh, we love the Dutch so very, very much. And um, Lewis Hamilton secured second. Bottas rounded out the podium there, and uh, decent effort for Ferrari as well. It was, you know, yeah, but they were sort of they were. You didn't see them all race. There was not no. any vision of the Ferraris. No. Can I tell you that the Charlotte, star, you know why the star of that track? Just we'll go back to Ferrari in a minute. But yeah. the star of that track, boys, it be a minute, was the crowd. <laughs> the crowd. The DJs and the track itself. No, turn what? three and the last corner. Oh, how banking. good were those bank corners? Oh my goodness, mate! I mean, you know, I'm tough on Formula One. You know, it's a, I hate it sometimes when it's boring. And let's be truthful, the race the was boring. Well, apart from apart from Sergio having a good crack, yeah, coming through, yeah, 
Boring. boring. Boring, 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 boring. However, I loved watching it. I watched every lap of it because I was just waiting for someone to come a gutsa through <laughs> through the, the bank turns and fire it into a sand I dune somewhere. I enjoyed watching qualifying because Quali was brilliant. It, it was such a good yeah. track Often with low though. fuel, yep. you know, all that sort of thing. And and obviously we saw a few step over the mark. And, you know, I, I actually real, feel real sorry for, you know, the Ferrari guys. They were Second, you know, I guess second of the the yep. rest, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You we didn't see it. much of it, but it was a great race. Well Char- done to the crowd. Charles was in mourning because you know his number one fan, Mrs. Mack, has now jumped Switched ship over. straight up, straight it's over G to Russ. George Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh shit! <laughs> Did I say shit? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the drink. That's you, it. you cannot have the drink. Oh, you got to love that. But, uh, hey, a big thing to look kick for joining us on the driver's seat. Boys, let's do it all again. Same time next week. Can't wait. If we get a chance, let's do it next week. We'll see you next week on the driver's see, seat. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.